0: You're listening to Make It Happen, a podcast for curious, big-hearted, purpose-driven creatives. I'm your host, Jen Carrington, and this is episode 5.5. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. We took a short mid-season break last week, but I'm so happy to be back today with another mini-episode for you. Today I want to dig into a topic that comes up a lot in both my coaching sessions with clients and also in my own journey when I'm digging deep into my creative life and business too. One of the most challenging parts of this journey can be all the decisions we have to make along the way what to charge, what to call our business, what colours to use on our website, when to launch, how to launch, what content to share, the list goes on and on. And when we're making these decisions, we can find ourselves a little torn along the way, sometimes between what we want to do and what we think we should want to do, and other times it's because we just can't figure out what it is we want to do in the first place. So many times throughout the week, I have conversations with my clients where they ask, should I lower my prices? Should I raise my prices? Should I launch an e-course? Is this e-course I've made even any good? Should I make a podcast? Am I even good enough to start a podcast? Again, the list could go on and on. Today I want to share with you an exercise to work through when you find yourself struggling to make decisions in your creative life, because here's the thing I've learned about making decisions, we can't always guarantee the outcome, actually it's pretty unhealthy for us if we try and control that outcome too much anyway, but if we make a decision from an authentic and purposeful and intentional place, no matter the outcome, we will be able to live with that decision we've made and we can really learn, grow and develop from it along the way too. So here's my question for you to ask yourself when you find yourself struggling with a decision in your journey. What am I making this decision in response to? And this ultimately leads back to the bigger question of what am I living my creative life in response to? Sometimes it's our fears. Our fears that we're not good enough, our fears that we're a fraud, our fears that no one cares, or that there are just so many people out there doing what we do already and doing it way better than we ever could or our fears that we're just not capable of making this happen. Whatever it is, if we make a decision in response to our fear, what we're usually doing is keeping ourselves small and ineffective along the way. But once we can realise that we're making a decision in response to fear, that's when we can make the space to really work through that fear and then be braver and bolder with our decisions instead. Other times it's in response to our critics. Maybe you've had a few negative comments recently. Or maybe some people who just don't get what you do have told you that your work is meaningless or not good enough. Maybe you've recently had a bad client experience or a bad review. Or maybe you're just struggling to get the people in your life to support and understand what you're doing and you're feeling a little isolated and alone. We all know that we shouldn't live our life in response to the critics, but it's so much easier said than done when those words are playing over and over again in our minds. Being able to move past this is a muscle that develops over time, but a question I always ask myself whenever I let us out those critics hold me back is... Would I rather do nothing so I don't ruffle any feathers or attract any criticism along the way, or would I rather do what it is I'm dreaming and aching to do, and if I make it happen, wouldn't it be worth the criticism anyway if I'm able to build a life and a career that makes me happy and fulfilled? Sometimes what we live our creative life in response to is the stories we tell ourselves. This was so true in my own journey. For a long time I didn't even believe that I was a creative person and without accepting that I was I wouldn't be here right now running my business and talking to you today. The story that I really had to stop living my life in response to was the story that I wasn't capable because I lived with mental health illness. For a long long time I really believed that because I lived with mental health struggles I didn't have the right or the ability to do what it is that I do. Working through that story, questioning it, and ultimately moving past it was one of the most freeing experiences of my life so far. If there are stories that you're telling yourself that aren't serving you right now, I really recommend reading Brene Brown's latest book, Rising Strong, as it's an incredible insight into how we can move past those stories and overcome failures and setbacks too. The other thing I've seen both myself and my creative friends and my clients live our creative lives in response to is the values, ideas, and vision of others. This is usually when we consume far too much or put people on pedestals and build our business and creative lives in response to the noise of others instead of what truly matters most to us along the way. Sometimes the values, ideas and vision of others can be a great jumping off point to discovering and taking ownership of our own but other times we can just find ourselves responding too much to how others are doing things and losing sight of what it is we truly want to cultivate and build along the way. So here's what I encourage you to do next. Whenever you find yourself making a decision in your creative life and you realise that you're making that decision in response to fear or critics or a negative story that you're telling yourself or maybe even the values, ideas and visions of others, ask yourself this instead. What do I want to live my creative life in response to? For me, right now in my journey, it's my purpose, my energy, my values, my business vision and my joy. I hone in on these, I let them live deep in my core and I go back to them time and time again whenever I'm making decisions in this journey. And it isn't easy. Sometimes my first default reaction is to make a decision in response to fear. But when I dig a little deeper and do the work, I can find the courage to make those decisions in response to the things that matter to me most instead. So my advice for you would be to figure out what it is you want to live your creative life in response to and let that guide you every single step of the way. But the last and arguably most important question for you today is this. How can you protect your creative life from being fueled by external sources and instead stay focused on what matters to you most? Maybe that looks like cutting out the noise and honing in on your own vision and ideas instead. Maybe it means surrounding yourself with a support system right now who can help you stay focused on your own path. Maybe it's just making more space for a more thoughtful and intentional decision-making process in your journey. Whatever it is, I really have found that protecting our creative life from being fueled too much by outside sources is how we can truly build something that is impactful, fulfilling and sustainable along the way. And there we have it, today's mini episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one and as always you can head over to makeithappenpodcast.com to explore all the show notes from today's episode. Look out on Thursday for a brand new full episode and until then I'd love to connect with you over on Twitter if you'd like to share your thoughts from today's episode you can find me at Jen underscore Carrington. Thank you so much for listening today and I hope you have a great day ahead.